Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Derek. <laughs> and I'm Ray. I'm Alex Reed. Welcome back to another episode of... Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Mostly Lit. I can't do the normal like... Um, name introductions because of this this our new music. Do you know um, I think we should do? We should play the music and then start the introduction because because we can't hear it. It's like when we're starting, it's a bit. Uh, do you know uh, what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't think it's that deep. Just start the show. I think we should just play it in the background. Right? I do. All right, guys, can we just continue? Thank you. Um, yeah, guys, welcome back to another episode. I don't know what that was. Um, you just that was a that was a blooper. Oh my god, we should release. It took us a while to get here. Most lit bloopers. Mostly lit is a blooper. For the real. entire episode is for real. <laughs> so that's true. <laughs> the stuff we show you. Exactly. Yeah, I know the things we do for you guys. Anyways, <laughs> welcome back to the show. We have a special guest on here today. We do. Would our special guest love to introduce themselves? Hello. This is an entire privilege. This oh, is wonderful. Thank um, you. This is Guy Gunrana. Hello, Guy. Thank Hello. you. Thank you How for coming. You? Thank you for asking me. All right, it's oh, fine. It's fine. We love you because yeah. we love you on um, Twitter. Yeah. All right, it's nice to finally meet. Yeah, yeah. thank you I for know, standing for us. Of course. We stand for you like It's a legit wise. stand. Yeah. In the house. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Good. You, you guys don't understand. Yeah. This is uh this is fun. I know it's sound like it, I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be fun. I need I need you to step up your Vim just a little bit. Just Vim, just, yep, Vim's yeah. here. Oh, right. hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. there we go. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Now we're at the most elite standard. <laughs> But yeah, guys, how how's your week's been? Week's been good. Week's been good. Yeah. London Book Fair this week. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Shout out to Orna. That's what oh I want to say. Oh, my God. I Shout love out to you, Orna. Orna. So I was speaking, I spoke on Monday at Quantum um, on the panel, um, talking about discoverability of books alongside for BookBub. Mm-hmm. That was really dope. Yeah. And then Ray was So I judged... One, I judged the UK Blogger Awards. Oh, did you? Um, yeah, this was like a few weeks the back. The Book Blogger Awards. The book, yeah, the Book Blogger. Oh, so it right. was like um, Instagram. I didn't know about They're that. They're amazing. No. I didn't really. You guys are doing bits. You're just not showing anyone. <laughs> well, you're the ones. That's why he's like. I can't make it. Anyway, so yeah, I did that. And those awards were, they were 
released on Thursday. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. I wasn't there because I was at work. But, you know, congratulations to the winner. Um, it was between YouTube, actual blogger and um, Instagram. And I really enjoyed the Instagram one because the guy who won... Um, Oh, this amazing Saudi guy who posts incredible pictures. Um, I'll try and find the at and like put him somewhere in our description or whatever. But you guys should really go and follow him. He's absolutely incredible. And in my head, like we're together. Yeah. I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. I was just waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah. He's um oh, when will you marry? My MCM. Um my book MCM. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so how how about you, Derek? How's your week? Oh, it's been alright still. I was supposed to go to book fair as well but obviously i had some pressing things to attend to yeah like my job so i i, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to well i went last year which was it was good so i mean I'm, i feel like once i've been unless i'm doing like an event or something yeah, i don't yeah. really need to be there yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah. i mean um so yeah just that and what else did i do um oh my god remember was it last Sunday we went to that Marvel thing? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yes. 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 Okay, guys. All right. You know what, Derek? Take, take this for a bit. You can take... What? Just explain well, what it was. It was. Yeah, it was good. It was really... It was, it was a lot fun of fun. Um, so they showed like 30 minutes of the movie. 20. 20 oh, was it 20 minutes? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Well, okay. They showed 20 minutes of the movie. And it's just so sick i can't wait i've been i was i've been dreaming about thanos for the past two days i don't know why okay so you're a mess it's really weird i keep that's, dreaming about him i don't not, know why that's not right i don't know anyway so I, just, I really can't wait to watch the movie like okay. i've booked i've already booked three tickets so i've booked the midnight screen and then another afternoon screen the next day then an evening screen in the day after that so it's a lot it is a lot <laughs> that's it is, a lot of stuff it is a I, lot of fairness man it is i hope i was hoping they were going to do like a, a marathon with every single one movie, but I don't think they will. They did it when they led up to Age of Ultron, but I didn't get to go. Okay. I thought I was going to do it now, but maybe it's just too many movies. Yeah. To show too many, it's too many. It'll be like three days. Yeah. I'm really excited. I love that we got to sort of see all of the different Avengers, not all of them, but some of the Avengers. Yeah, that were there. Um, yeah. And I'm totally in love with Vision. His suit was oh, just so amazing. And he's got this like, you know that aristocratic, upper class confidence that you can only get from being rich? <laughs> that that you know what doesn't him Cumberbatch and Hilderston have that yeah. Cumberbatch had that yeah. in bucket load yeah, he really walked in, out like this he, is my house he like, literally uh, he literally pulled his arms out <laughs> he was literally what, yeah he walked out like this is my yeah, house yeah as in yeah. I, I rule and it's that confidence that a lot of people have that I'm trying to make sure all my children but, have you know who stole it though Letitia Wright came out Amazing. and she was just like very confident she's, she's very, very confident, confident. Like, yeah, she's she just, really just she owned the stage yeah man she's got a lot she's got a lot happening man yeah. but um but yeah that was an amazing week yeah. um, what else happened oh, oh yeah oh yeah, video, thank, you, yeah. Disney. yeah. <laughs> thank you disney thank you disney for that that was amazing um what else happened okay oh so- yeah we've been nominated for the british podcast award oh yes that <laughs> yes thank you so much um shout out to derek why shout out me because you know i feel like you're oh, the one that- i sorted it all out oh yeah. no worries guys you know. <laughs> It's normal, it's normal. You put us forward. <laughs> if, I, if I throw something at your head. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Um, thank you so much for that. And don't forget to vote for us. Please, please, please. The listener's please choice vote. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. If yeah, you go, please go on mostly dashlit.com to go and vote because there's a link there. Um, please, please, please do that. We try our best. So we hope that we give you You know, guys. we're just three little people doing this all by ourselves. You know? Four little people. Four people. Clarissa was like, oh no, you did yeah, not. Me. I beg your pardon. Excuse me, first of all. Um, and sorry, one more thing. Thank you to the bookseller. Thank As you, Phil. Oh, well, yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Phil. And because... Man, this like Philip. Yeah, man, mentioning us in the this week's 
Shout out to Philip. So shout out to Philip, man. And his team. I'm dying supporters. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's loads of like appreciated. Anyway, go on, Ray. Thank you, finally. Anyways, I forgot that <laughs> last night, um, well, if when this comes out, it'll be like the Friday. Um, I was a panel um, at London Book and Screen Week and they had oh. a, a showing of um, Suffragette the movie um, and it was about sort of celebrating 100 years of uh, certain women above 30 getting the vote because I have to say certain women because not all women got it. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I had the pleasure of being on the panel with Helen Pankhurst, Marie and Marie Elsa Bragg. And it was so nice. I was sat there like little old me. Cause I was, I was the youngest on the panel, like mm. on the panel. So I was a bit, I was actually nervous. Normally I'm not really nervous. Mm. You only do live shows and I get a little bit of a bubble. Yeah. Mm. But it goes, but I was legit nervous. Oh, right. It was so weird. Mm. What was Anyways, the quality of the conversation was good though yeah absolutely um, and it was just amazing and director of I think it was the London Book Fair was yeah. there and she was absolutely incredible Orna was there like I absolutely love her good, 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 she's good. incredible so thank you so much for having me and um, looking forward to doing many other things how's your week been guy yeah <laughs> Guys, just been like, okay, I'm tired. I mean, no, no, like it's been, it's it's busy. It is just busy, Mm. is what it is. But like stuff like this is is a a privilege. It's fun. But um, no, you know, it's just a lot of traveling, a lot of traveling. Because I, we, I'm in between Sweden and London now. So like this week, I had to fly in. But then uh, Ryanair flying was not (laughs) great. But like, it's just one thing after the other. Mm. It's a good publicist, so it's like I've got Mm. a lot on for next week. Um, yeah, so like this. How's Sweden tomorrow. like? It's nice. I just feel like the air quality is much better. There. Air quality and water is so much like tap yeah. water. It's like everyone. Nice. Um, and everyone's attractive. Oh, wow. really? Yes, it's everyone. So you just fit right in, right? I mean. <laughs> that was a compliment. Say no, thank you. No, no, no <laughs> I mean, literally. <laughs> that's why I moved there. Like, why would I? <laughs> why would you be a part of this? Oh, Ray, couldn't this help. Mad I couldn't. I'm so sorry. You why know when you... things present themselves and you're yeah. just like, well. I'm just giving the people what yeah. they want. Okay. <laughs> I wanted it, Ray. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, like, no, it's good. It's it's great. And it's also away from all the hoopla. So, like, I can actually write over there. Yeah. Away, away from, from Mad and Fury City. Two. Yeah. Ooh. No, no, away I'm not. It. It's a, it's another book. But, like, it, you know, it's good that it's away from all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, w- I was trying to finish it before all of this happened, but that didn't happen. Okay. So now it's a lot of this and not writing and then going back there and having a good Stretch. two months worth of writing. Could you just say to your publicist, I'm not doing anything else until I finish this book. You don't know my publicist, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, 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 can't do that. That's not allowed. <laughs> That's good. There's, there's things to do. Yeah. Right, so what's so, everyone reading? Um, so I'm reading this week. I'm still reading. I went through Kaioching Good News. Chingoni's um, Kumakanda. He's got a collection of poems. Um, huh? Did I, did I say it wrong? No, yeah. no. It's did just I the, the first part of that word is a dirty word in Swahili. So. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, Alex, continue, please. <laughs> it's a good collection. I love that collection. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I haven't read it yet. No, no. There, really are some, there, are some real, there are some real good like poems in here. Mm. Um, and he writes really well. And like he paints the pictures very clearly and it's really nice it's a, it was a really nice read I was reading some of the poems on the way here and it was like really good so I would say you know guys try and go out and you know pick up um, his book so it's Ching, Chayo Chingoni's book he's a really nice guy as well so okay. do what that. are you reading Derek? I'm back on my Norse guard shit oh god here it goes mm. I'm dark so I've got yeah, I've, well, it's, not, it's not that dark it actually is um, <laughs> the thing is like I started reading and I stopped 
like like 200 pages in i'm mm. going back start reading it again i've obviously had to start from the beginning which i don't mind because it's really there's something really like therapeutic about reading his writing it's like it's so boring but it's not it's so strange it's a weird thing to read um, you just like, boring like, like there's nothing there's nothing remarkable but there life. is though because he's a clever guy he can really capture a moment mm. when he's talking about his father and the little things that happen between him and his father that establish a relationship it's like a little moment he will establish a relationship and then it just fizzles and just disappears after that moment do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and he really does that really really well in here mm-hmm. um, the way he talks about death as well I really like the way um, there's one there's a couple bits where he's talking about his kids and his family he's sometimes he's just too honest so he talks about a bit where he's shaking his daughter and I'm just like that's a bit mad like what are you doing mm. but anyway um, it's funny I had the same um, experience. I read it, yeah. read ha- like got halfway through, just dropped it, knowing that there was something there. Yeah, I, I drew it back, and I thought, and every time someone asked me about it, it's kind of boring. Nothing happens. Yeah, but everything happens in yeah. the moment. But like, I but I went back, and it, it is worth finishing. And it's one of those ones where you don't really know how to explain it, but afterwards, you're there's certain moments that have just stayed with me this forever. Stayed, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's what I'm really like. So I mean, once I've done this, I'm gonna, I'm going to try my hardest to just get through all of the series. Mm. I think there's one. There's there's six. There's one that's due to be released. I think sometime this year. Mm. Um, and then obviously he's written his the seasons quartet or whatever, which I'm going to try and read as well. Okay. It sounds so boring, and I just don't. Feel I think you will like it. I will never pick it up. I think you'll like it, it actually, because I, I the cover's I think, boring. I, I think it's Ray's kind of book. The, I'd read it. The type of writing sound like sounds boring. The way you talk about it sounds boring. I don't know. Like I'm I mean, ju- I'm just like, <laughs> it's not for everyone. It's is true. It, yeah, I guess it's not for everyone. Yeah, I, I guess so. Mm. Yeah, but it's it's great. I like it. Cool. I, I mm. think it's great. That's what I'm reading at the moment. Okay. Um, so I obviously I told you guys that I started um, Leslie Nekarima's oh, yeah. um, What It Means When a Man Falls. I didn't want to hear praise from you. Um, mind your business. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything. So else. <laughs> I think she is an absolutely incredible writer. Mm-hmm. She's magical in the way she writes, but it's like it's there's this intersection that she does re- what she does really well is to make the dream imaginary magical the old oral traditional storytelling puts it in one little box and just does something incredible with it so i think she's absolutely amazing in the way she does that um, the only criticism i would say is that um it's a little bit hard to get into her writing because it doesn't give you time to get used to the magic, right? It doesn't say, oh, let me bring you in very slowly. It's like you're inside. That's it. That's the, um, it's short what? stories, though. And, and this is why I said that you, short stories, this is why, this is what I like about okay. them. Mm. Okay, mm. that's, I was but, like, but, but, not, I, I, I'm not story, saying I was That's like, what a short story is. Well, no, because I read other things that weren't like that. It's not every one of her stories that are like that. There are some that are like that, and I'm not a fan of that. Um, How many of those stories? How many of those stories? What's your issue? Like, it's it's the way I'm not coming for her. I'm saying she. I'm. I literally feel like she does something with writing Mm. that I have not seen many writers capable Mm. of doing. Um, I'm not going to justify her to you because it's about how she comes to me. Okay, so mind Mm. your business. But it's a short story, Um, so you're criticizing a short story. I am a short story. I am. It's not about that because some some of them are great. It's just that it's a little. It's not even. It doesn't take time to get into it. It's just Uh there's something there, and you have to unlock your brain in a specific type of way to really embed yourself in the narrative. And once you've done that, 
everything flows. Mm. But to when a lot of the times I go into something and I want to find meaning straight away. Is it is it a metaphor here? Like, what are you doing? But it's because she doesn't give me that straight away that there's this this um, nervousness that I go into a story that, like, okay, God, what is this one going to be? Um, but even then I'm saying that and I'm like, that's actually a really good technique to use. So- I was just about to say, it sounds wonderful to yeah, me. Um, I th- she, oh God, like writing wise, beautiful, magical. It's not, she, I don't think there's a clarity to her writing like other people. Um, that's why I think you won't really like it, um, Derek, um, because I think you like clarity um in writing not necessarily and this man. is not what you'll get from her no nah, it's not I, I don't know where this is something or no from, or maybe the honest. books that you've told me to read i'm like the writing is very clear almost clinical mm. um and this is not that that's because i assume that's what you like so i always oh. recommend those kind of books to you no i mean i don't mind them but mm. i i like a bit of a flair sometimes of, yeah. a, of, a, so, of like a uh jose painting. saramago i can recommend his books but you have i read she doesn't like that Huh? I've, no, I read the short, the <laughs> tiny short one. No, I didn't recommend that one. Did you? Oh, no, no. yeah, you did I didn't. recommend the double and... I probably would like it. ...the gospel according yeah. to... No, that's... Jesus. The... Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the gospel according mm-hmm. to Jesus. King. Yes, Jesus, Alex, but I'm, I mean, I'm English, then... mate. So <laughs> yeah, but, if you're, but the thing is, <laughs> Jesus is Jesus and Jesus is, uh, would be us. Anyway. No, but it's, 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 okay. it's, he's not talking about Jesus. Okay. He, the story is actually about <laughs> Jesus. Okay, that's fine. Come in to correct me. You don't even know what the novel's about. Does he speak fluent Spanish, though? Um, I think Sarah Michael's No, does you. Alex speak a bit Spanish? She's God, coming with this. What, this are you what, what are you reading this anyway, week? Anyway, guy, what are you reading? <laughs> oh, man, I just want Alex to keep going. Um, uh, well, yeah, you know what's funny? Like, I'm obliged to read books now that oh, I wouldn't normally that? turn to. No, because I'm, I'm with, like, on panels of the writers. Yeah. And so, but it's good because I'm exposed to books that I wouldn't normally pick up, but it turns yeah. out I like them. Um, so there's a couple... Um, Charlene Teo's Ponty, which oh. uh, it's coming out the same day as mine next Thursday. Yeah, I'm um, read that. Oh. I read that. Yeah, you oh. know what's mad? So people th- people think that oh that must be a problem. Yeah, I said no, no. Although plus I I met her as well, okay. and the book's a lot like her. She's supposed like, to be really quirky, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, like she, irreverent and funny, mm-hmm. um, both the book and her. Um, but like it's just it's fun. Um, so actually, I mean, it's also a book I wouldn't normally pick up, so I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Mm. Um, I'm trying to finish it for tomorrow. And the other one is completely the other side of it. Also good. It's called Testament by Kim Sherwood. I'm doing an event with her next week. Yeah. Uh, it's about memory. Um, about a grandfather who 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 kind of <clears throat> did a march from a concentration camp during the war, um, and how he came to England. Um, and how his granddaughter just sort of like traces back his story, uh, which is beautiful and it's great. Um, and also finishing off uh, Atrib by Ellie Williams. Mm-hmm. Short stories, though, they're, they're oh, yeah, incredible. Yeah. That's, that's they're amazing. Influx Press, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It won like the Republic of Consciousness Prize mm. a couple weeks ago and it's worth it. It's all of, all of Buzz is super worth it. And she's, it's playful mm. and it's, she's, she seemed like she had fun writing it. It's about love. What's not to love? <laughs> okay. It's good. Love. It's fun. Yeah. Can I just ask, um, how do publishers uh, determine what date a book gets published on? Like, is it just in a random date that's set? I'm sure there's a lot of thought behind it. I don't know. Like, it like, was, is, mine, it, mine was, is it your book or is it something like special about this? No, date? mine was actually pushed up. So there is. Yeah. It was so mine was originally third of May, but um, but they, they it got pushed up to nineteenth of April because um, W. H. Smith put me on a fresh talent thing. Yeah. And so th- they moved up. Mm. So there's a bunch of those things that yeah. are changeable. 
and you know and comes into it impact sales yeah. as well so that'd be good but again search me i don't really know how they yeah. think okay <laughs> cool so derek do you have a gem this week do you have a gem this week oh unfortunately i don't have a gem this week okay oh, um wow. sorry guys it's hard out here man it's, it's tough to keep mining because you don't want to hear your woes no i'm just saying no I'm, bring I, the gem each I'm week i'm gonna say mining like my memory for kind of books I'm that joking. i've read that i thought wow they're worthy of being called gems but i guess it's quite difficult especially when i haven't been keeping up to date with my good reading yeah, account yeah. i can't go back and say oh i read this or i remember yeah, yeah. it's difficult now um so yeah hopefully i'll have one next week mm. inshallah yeah. inshallah yeah, exactly. yeah. Anyway. okay so we're gonna move on to messy lit then we have a guy, Gunaratna here. Hey. Uh, and obviously, so he's the author of his new book. Is it In Our Mad and Furious City or Mad in, and, Our Mad in, and Furious City? It's In Our Mad and Furious City. So he's the author of In Our Mad and Furious City. And, you know, we'll be chatting to him about that book. So how, how was, what was the process with, what was the process of writing the book? How did you, where did the story come from? Like, um, I don't know. It's, it's been simmering for a while to, to, to write something um, set in the place I grew up but uh, just the themes in it are, are, are quite dark but I wanted to sort of I don't know explore that a bit and it's tough because it's all I feel weird because it always sounds like a downer when I when I talk about it <laughs> so preparing you so I mean I think like it, it was around 2013 when I it, that the germ was kind of seen and I think it was down it came from um, the killing of, of, of Lee Rigby do you mm-hmm. remember this like yeah. it was like two two radicalized yeah. um, guys who, who um, kind of saw him, stalked him for a bit and then killed him yeah. in Woolwich. Um, and there was something about that event, because I don't know if you remember, there was a video that came out afterwards mm. where some brave woman walked up to him just after it happened, like the killer, Michael Adeblajo, and videoed him uh, talking about his motives behind it. Um, and it was like holding a knife and stuff. It was horrible. Yeah. Talking about um, remove your government and yeah, all this stuff. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was the thing is, like, what shocked me most was the fact that, like, he was speaking real dialect. Like, he was wearing a tracksuit. He looked like a guy who went to my school. Yeah. Um, like, anyone, like someone on road. So it was, it, that was way too close to comfort. Mm. Um, uh, and, and there was something about, like, that. Like, I, it cast my mind back to, like, when I was at school. Um, there'd be opinions flying around like when 9-11 happened and stuff but not in for a second back then at school did I think that someone like me growing up here would ever like do something like that or like mm-hmm. jump in a van and like run people down and stuff that stuff just doesn't come into my head but something's happened between then and now yeah. um, where every young man like the, the everywhere, every time this, something like this happens it's a young man who, who was born here mm. um and somehow was radicalized and and and, uh, and they do what they do. So, but thing is, what's not interesting me for me is like to write a book about a portrait about a person like that. It's more interesting to like think about extremism in a very humanistic way. Mm. So the book itself is sort of takes that initial concern and sort of splinters it into into five different voices and sort of like. T- Think about like how we are affected um, by extremism yeah. and like, so that proximity to violence in London, which is an extreme city. Um, so extremism in different ways, mm-hmm. in fanaticism for music, like creativity um, and extremism uh, in different senses, in violence also, but, you know, sexuality, like things like like that that are interesting. Um, but so look, look, like it's sort of like refracting it into 
different voices and exploring yeah. how that works not looking for answers um, or anything political per se but like thinking about extremism and violence in it in a different way see that's really interesting because obviously where where I grew up like the, you know you, you'd hear about stabbings and this person this, this happened to that person and whatnot but then there was something and, and it's kind of like if someone came up to me and said oh this guy got stabbed the other day and you know he's in hospital he's dying and whatnot I'd kind of be like oh wow that's that's a bit mad but the, the the political nature of the Lee Rigby killing was there was something really disturbing about it. Mm. But I've been hearing about people getting stabbed and all that for a long time. And, you know, of course, a lot of those stabbings are political in a sense because they're like, you know, post-Cold Wars and all that kind of thing. But yeah, there was something really disturbing about that. And you're right, when I was watching the video and, and you're just like, rah, this guy's actually from ends. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. the way he carried I mean? himself, you've seen yeah. that. Yeah, like, and mm. it's... Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're just like, right, it's very, very... It's, there's something really mad about it. Mm. I, know, I know exactly what you're saying, yeah. Did it look like he was on the edge of psychosis? Yeah, he's... Yeah, yeah it did look... I like think that. it's because you you saw it and a lot of things, you just hear about it or you see like a... Like when I go back home, I'll see the police. If something has happened, I'll see the police surrounding an area. It's been like cordoned off and you're just like, okay, cool, something happened. But this was like in your face yeah couldn't get away from it yeah. and it wasn't like a reporter telling you it was the guy who did it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what was the impact of the title where did that come in from in our mad of your city great title um so it's so impactful. You know, i'm glad i had to i had to make sure that it, kept, <laughs> it stayed that way yeah um i don't know man like i you know one of the things i'm excited to talk to you lot about is because you've you've because I remember a couple this is my stand coming out you know, a couple of episodes back you were talking about road narratives yeah um, and that was not the kind of books or films that I kind of resonated with I was more into um, I don't know like books that no one my age would ever read um, so when it came to writing a thing set in the area and experiences that I was sort of accustomed to um, I wanted to give a title that wasn't the same as everything else like so, when I went to the publisher, one of the suggestions was like, "Should we shorten it to Furious City?" Mm. And I was like, "Anyone can write that book. Anyone can write Furious City. Mm. Only I could write In Our Mad and Furious City because yeah. I'm from there. But I also grew up reading books with flighty titles. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I'm gonna meld those two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it, I don't know. It gives it, it, it. Hopefully, it gives a poetry that I think the book has. I read. Like I don't know. That's that was the intention. No, I, I, I think I think you pulled it off, and I think with the um, the road narrative sort of thing, like obviously when as soon as when I first started reading the book, the first thing that kind of struck me straight away, like not to give any spoilers away or anything, was just kind of like, like oh, this is it was almost too real. Do you know what I mean? It was raw. Yeah, it was it was it was kind of like I know because you said it's dark, you know, and I'm I'm kind of like. By nature, I'm very into that kind of thing anyway. But it, there was something really... Don't kiss your teeth. There was, <laughs> there, was, there was something like really... I don't know what it was, but I was, it, it got me in... A, it, it put me in a certain a certain mood, a certain mold. Do you know what I mean? Was it like coming home? No, it wasn't like coming home. I don't, I don't know how to explain. It's, it's difficult to explain. It felt... But, but, the, but the fact that it did uh-huh. that instantly, is, of course, it's a good thing because it, it, it drew me in straight away mm. and everything was to, recognisable to me straight away. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I felt like I was walking, like, I felt like I was literally there with them because obviously it's in a familiar area. Mm. 
as well and just being growing up around those kind of people and just those cultures and all these different things it, I, I felt like I was definitely a part of the story what they're saying is you write you write really really, really well <laughs> yeah you, you write well <laughs> I'm like, and um yeah I did feel like I was a part of the story like I was like walking I was walking with really? these characters and it was amazing I that, that's the way I felt that's the way I felt when it came to mm. it I don't want to talk for either of you but that's kind of what I was experiencing what brought, so so what really brought to mind to me was just kind of like in in sometimes you've got people like like they've literally like just come from mosque or something yeah and and they're they're road man dog you don't expect it but they're talking to you like they're was, real goons bro and they just come from mosque and they're wearing their full kameez and stuff do you know yeah, what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like, and yeah, yeah you captured that word yeah that like, was, a pre- that like on Fridays and they used to like all surround um, Elin Common Common Elin Road mm. down in Wembley and stuff and then like it just always used to be I remember even at school there was a lot of kids that used to be like kids these guys in my year who used to be like oh yeah man you go in mosque you go in mosque today yeah, yeah. Mosque. and I used to be like not yeah. even the mosque it's going to mosque. 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 mosque oh yeah, yeah. nobody yeah. says you're going to the mosque yeah, yeah. no one says this I've never said that like, all I have to explain this to the, to the editor really no because yeah, you... why are there no there's that's true you're yeah. just saying going go mosque yeah yeah that is interesting yeah ah. <laughs> but no it's just a vernacular stuff but yeah. again it's one of those things where like at some point you know you start off you don't there is zero expectations on it being published which I think is a good thing if you, you can write with honesty and just freedom so you, it's just uncompromising. You just you're, you're you're writing exactly how you hear it, and you don't give how a damn if if it if it if some if yeah. it goes over some people's eyes. Because I, I, I read enough books about posh boys in boarding school where half that stuff is just mm. I don't know what those references are. Mm. So why not? Did you um when you started writing or like the first time you sat down, was it? Did you envision it being a story or was it you you were just writing? Did, was it a part of a bigger picture or? It was always going to be uh, multiple narratives. Yeah. Although the first draft was always, it was third person. Yeah. Um, and then for a bunch of reasons, I, t- I turned it into first because it felt like it needed to be, if it's going to be that kind of book. Um, but yeah, no, like it, um, what was the question? <laughs> yeah. um, what, when you started writing, was there like a, a bigger picture involved that this was going to become a novel, or were you just like, no, for sure it was going to be a novel. Out, yeah. For sure it was going to be a novel. Um, but the first draft is always very, like, at least for me, and I realize this is very different for, for different writers. Um, it was very, very intuitive. Like, it was writing, and halfway through, names would change, and I'm like, I don't care, I'll fix it later. Yeah. And I'll just I'll keep going until it's done. It was just word count. So the oh. first draft is garbage, but, but um, and a mess, hmm. but in your head, you know those certain things will make sense. Eventually, you just have to have that confidence to know, like, eventually this will turn into something yeah. that isn't disgusting. Yeah. And I'm not, uh-huh. like, hating myself for So, you know, but then it turns out a couple years down the line, yeah. <laughs> that works out. How long yeah. were you writing for? I forget. Like, I think, because yeah, I, I had a job job. So, um, <laughs> job job. <laughs> so, it, a couple of years, like, I would say four years, and another year with my editor. Mm. Um, my agent first did some uh, editing, and then my editor once I got a publisher. So when you when you submitted to the BAME short story um, competition, were you already in the process of writing? The I book? had finished it. Oh, you had finished that. It? That prize was was fundamental, but it was really good timing. Mm. So I had just finished, and I was about to send it out to agents. And when that came out, I was like, "Oh, sweet! I'll I'll just submit that, and I'll wait to submit." 
the novel because mm. if I get shortlisted, hopefully they'll bring me up yeah. like above um, to register. So um, and you were. It totally worked. Yeah, like right. it, so, I was. I had the novel ready, at least ready enough to send to agents. Because mm. before that, I had a bunch of close readers read it first and tell me if it sucked or not. And then, then I, then when uh, the guy in um, Fourth Fourth Estate short story praise came along, he did a way easier title for this, by the way. Just FYI, because I know Alex is on the yeah. Board. But like, <laughs> uh, um, so when that came up, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll submit a short story and wait. Because I know, okay, it'll, it'll, it'll might be easier. But then when I did get shortlisted straight away, like the subject header for every email is like Guardian, Fourth Estate, shortlisted, prize, here's my novel. Mm. And it totally worked. A couple of agents oh, came back. Okay. Okay. What yeah. was the hardest part about writing it then? What what were the challenges and <sighs> how'd you overcome them? This is a good four years ago, Ray. I'm sorry. I'm, I would need you to look deep. <laughs> Like, go go deep. Oh, go deep. I go deep. Um, the, the hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking, man. This I is mean, not me. This is you lot spinning. Literally, you know what I mean? I could go. You know. I didn't realize I what I was now, saying until I realized, and I was like, oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, that was a very resplendent sigh, Derek. Huh? Resplendent. <laughs> We're a mess. I'm okay. Sorry, we've all got giggles today. Sorry. Um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you know what you know what the difficult, the most difficult part was uh, just maintaining that sense of like not honestly caring if it gets public because that's a weird thing to think. Mm. Like it, you're you're not thinking of an audience. You're not thinking about someone, or you're not trying to second guess a reception. You know what I mean? So like you. Because that keeps you, I don't know, I don't know. Because you, you humble, yeah. No, not humble. It's more. It's more like you. You have to write with a sense of like keeps you creative, doesn't it? Yeah, it keeps you keep, keeps you fearless. And that when when you have to go to certain areas when you feel slightly uncomfortable, the worst thing is to think, oh, my mom's gonna read this, right? Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or yeah, someone's yeah. gonna read this, or someone with this like sensibility is going to read this Mm-mm. will they like this it's already happened now like now i've maintained like not reading any reviews but i've overheard certain things said like one time uh, someone said uh, that this book is like an exercise in empathy and i'm like oh i like that and then weeks later i'd be writing my next book and it wasn't working and i was thinking am i being empathic enough because <laughs> uh, I, I did it well last time and then i thought no uh, yeah, yeah you don't want it's yeah. ruined it's poison yeah. but that's the hardest thing and now it's like even harder because I'm trying to recreate that sense of I don't know it's going to be published because I know it's going to be published. Yeah. Um. So it's it's harder now. Yeah. So what about the um, like the the slang? I was did just you, about to ask. Did, did you find that difficult? Did you did you write something and second guess yourself and say, would someone uh, really uh, say uh, that? Are they, are they, are they is that is that authentic or was it? Did it just come out like? I know this is how man talks, so let me just... Right, straight away, this yeah. idea of authenticity is bullshit. Mm. Like, I feel like that, that it's like a, it's... Um, I don't think authenticity means what people think it means anymore. Mm. Like, it's it's a marketing thing. Because it's kind of like, if you want to be authentic, you've got to buy these trainers then. Or if you want to be the real you, then you've got you to wear this. this. Yeah. Like, so that's what it means. Mm. So authentic, like, right now, it's, it was more important for it to have this right rhythm and energy because mm. the words can be that's why it's like there's a reason why in it is spelled differently mm. like it do, like that's how it act genuinely 
um, sounds like to me with E's, not I's. Yeah. I've never said in it in my life. Yeah. I've said in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So those things uh-huh. are way more important to me than like mm. how other people perceive authenticity. I yeah. feel like, okay, no, this feels right. And it has its internal logic. In each voice, it has its own internal mm. um, internalities. Mm. So it, that was more important. So it made more sense in the book mm. if it made sense in the book rather than real life. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, so when you, when you, sorry, just quickly, I was going to ask. When, so when you were going through the editing process, <laughs> did um, did your editor ever change a word and you was like, no, 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 it's supposed to be Derek's spelled asking like all that. my questions. Yeah. Oh, you going to ask that as well? Tons. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Martin, Look, loads June. of times. Yeah. But this is the main, like the main, most amazing thing is like. Of course, after the book's done, I'm thinking, okay, this kind of person would read it. This person, like someone like me, someone like you guys would, would read this kind of book. Mm. But what's crazy is if you go to like these publishing meetings, mm. they're like middle, middle class white women most of the time. Mm. But they love the book, which is mind blowing to me. So my editor was this really sweet lady. And, and so she, she, when she reads it, it resonates with her in a way different way that I can't even envisage. Mm. So, but... That, that kind of thing, she just trusts that that is true. And you, these people do, they do live in London. They've overheard this on buses. They know what it sounds like. They just, they just aren't part of the world. Yeah. So that's down to me to make sure that those kind of things. So, yeah, but you know, there are, there were loads of those but questions. Then their like, edits won't be as authentic as your demands not to edit. Cause if, I mean, I guess your job in that sense is telling them or teaching them about the world of your story. Um, yeah. If they go about questioning it. Yeah, I mean, there was certain, I don't know, but it was usually, uh, let me think of an example. There was, there was one, it was just, you know, just making sure, like, is it chirpsing or chirping? Mm. Stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's definitely chirpsing. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. Ray had to, Ray had had to second of, guess for a second. No, like, it's chirping. No, this, this is why it was brought up, because I'm like, I've heard chirping. You need to yeah. shut your mouth, Derek. <laughs> I don't know why you do this. You don't even live in ends. No, you're, you're proper thinking, like. Oh God, I don't live in ends. Oh God. Anyway, no, yeah. but yeah, sorry, Alex. I asked two of your questions. No, they do. No, like it was warranted. Um, I was actually going to ask just a general question. Then, mm. like, what was everybody's? What was it like for you guys growing up in those in those spaces? Like, did just what was your what were the what were the few key things that you guys can pull out of those? Of those memories. Do you know what is hard? From the bus routes yeah. to the chicken shop. Chicken shop. I mean, you yeah. to the come on. We can we can describe like it's funny. I was I was talking to Robin Travis about this, and you can describe what you were seeing around you, but he was just like, if you go up to like a seventeen-year-old now and say, "What are you feeling at the moment?" They won't be able to tell you. Mm. So it's always, and I feel like when we look at it in hindsight, we always I think we probably always get it wrong because we're you know applying how we feel and see the world now and you know slapping it onto what we think it was like then yeah so i think it's really hard i mean yeah like I- here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I can describe, oh, we used to do this and this, this, that. But if you ask me how I felt about those things, I wouldn't be able to tell you. And I probably wouldn't have been able to tell you then either. So it's, it's really, it really made me think, like, the way I'm seeing ends and how it, wa- how it was and how it is now, is, it, is that actually right? Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So, so I'm going off on a tangent here. I was going to yep. say, like, one thing that we should actually really start doing is trying to help, like, these, like, people in ends to express themselves because the only they can tell us. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And if they're telling us like when they're 25, it's, it's too late. They need to be able to tell us when they're like 13, 14, Just 15. youth culture in general. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. We need to, be, we need to somehow be able to extract it from them mm. and then know what it's like growing up in ends. Do you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we can sit and talk about Keisha the Skit, chicken <laughs> and all of those kind of them things. Yeah. That get me so... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but I've just gone off. Yeah, next that makes sense. <laughs> right. I don't know. I disagree. I think you can talk about it how it was then. Um, obviously, memories will always fade and you'll always miss certain parts, but there's a particular essence of your childhood that will remain, I think, quite true. And especially when you grew up in those areas, I can explain to you how I felt when I'd have to go and wait for the W11 bus. I knew where my seat was, do you know what I mean? And I knew the conversations I would have, like, at the back of the bus with my friends. Sorry, um, this was this was sorry, I should have clarified. This was specific to like the troubled youths. Mm. That's what I meant. Not like just regular going about. I mean in terms of the ones who are really going through some emotional turbulence. But I mean, I, I mean. get that. We were all going through emotion, emotional turbulence. There's obviously some to greater than others, but I think we all can kind of reflect on it at yeah some, at some and, and there, there is an honesty but, to it that obviously I, as i'm saying time does mean that you miss out a few things yeah but i mean that's kind of what Derek, i guess nah, you, I, I guess that's kind of that's kind of what no, you said, you're you know? saying like oh you know you look at things differently with this different type of lens now that you're a certain way and how you, you do, how yeah, those lenses no but i mean that's how you, about you do fading, it you know what though. i mean but i personally feel but memory like memory does fade you, you will see you'll see the you I'm, i don't know guys, I think so, guys what do you inju- like unjust to your own memories no. but that's just me like you know you can treat your own memories how you want yeah like, but that's just how i feel about because what i went through like I, before i, I say my point then guy what do you think about when when you were growing up, what was the what were the key things that kind of stuck out to you? I don't know, man. I, do you mean just like Brent as Cross. as a yeah, Brent Cross? <laughs> uh, but do you mean like as just a regular civilian person, or do you mean like as a as a, as someone who 
wants to render that me- render those memories on a, in a book, like as a writer, or me, or as a mm. as a person. Because as a person, so, it was. It's... So, so Derek took this perspective of like the young per- the young people troubled, but like, what was it like for you growing up? Did you feel like every like if you can remember? Do you feel like did you feel troubled then? Did you feel like it was that there was something creeping up that there was a huge intensity around being a young person then? And mm. did that affect your experience growing up in London? A hundred percent. I think it's just, I don't know. I think everyone, whether they like it or not, would, would have like a complex relationship from where, from the place, from the place they're from. Mm. Um, whether you're from Ennis or not, like if, you, if you're from like a city outside London in, in Southeast Asia, um, they're intense places. And I think that that's always going to be part of your, your, your identity. But I think for me personally, um, yeah, there was a, a sense that I'm in a shitty school, man. I know this for a fact. Mm. You know, like, teachers don't care as much. And I'm sure other people, I'm pretty sure, are better educated right now. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting here and I know this sucks. Yeah. And the teacher knows it sucks. Um, and we're just fending for myself, ourselves. That school I went to is closed down now cause for a bunch of reasons. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, so those kind of things, like, you, you know... You know, but there's there's two conclusions you can draw, like two ways you can go with that sort of acceptance. You can either like that could either affect your self worth to the point where you're like, maybe I deserve this. Mm. Maybe where I'm at is is where I'm supposed to be, mm. and therefore that's my lot in life, and I'll just accept that and just get a retail job somewhere. Or you can go, okay, no, this is I'm going to use this then. I'm going to turn that into something but i think the th- the decision the those two decisions uh, rely on different types of stimuluses it's not i i think it's not just that person that has to make that decision it's various things that interact for them to think this is all i'm going to be mm-hmm. um and or maybe i could i could have more and that could have more is about i think some parts your own but some parts, maybe family, uh, things that you see mm, that you yeah. want to aspire to. Um, and so, yeah, the, the, those decisions are so hard, especially for a child to make. Yeah, for sure. You know, to, to know that there could be something more. Yeah, because, no, for you sure. Know, you might not know. I always find it difficult to, you know, the fact that, you know, you spent so much time with some people at school. You spent so much time with all these quote unquote friends that you have. And then you get to a point where you no longer, where you've, where all your paths just diverge because mm. yeah. you know what like these guys are your fr- are like your immediate friends for like the Good best part years. of the best part of five to seven years yeah. do you see what mm. I mean and if you went with if you went to primary school with them that's even more and then as soon as you like the, the all the things that show up within the, the school system and then obviously external factors personality everyone's growing and then it just becomes a thing where you just all sp- splat out and then yeah, yeah. you look at yourself and you think, wow, I, I was, I was, I mean, like, we were good friends then, like, we were actually friends. And then all of a sudden now, it's like, we don't even speak. And I always found that just a weird, a weird factor of growing up. I always found Is that it always, weird. It's not, I don't think it's weird. No, I always find that, like, I always find that strange because then when you see them, like, you know, we live in social media age now, like, I see people follow or message me and stuff. And I'm just like, this is weird it's because not- I've, I've, like, spent a whole 10 years away from, you as a person and now just to continue to continuously see you like message or pop up on my feed and whatnot it just it feels strange because so there's, talk all, to them again. there's a part of, but the thing but like there's some sometimes you're just you've just diverged 
like there's some things that you just some places you just diverged from then you no, can't I disagree of course you can come back to it why not mm. why I mean, can't you if you like if you Depends. live in the same area and it's not hard to communicate i don't see why you wouldn't but i think it's just because it's just you're in different environments and it's a it's effort i guess i just, just, I just did it as a factor of something. growing up like what do you mean you're in different environments like you you have particular types of friends now that you see every day like i have friends that i see every day like do you know what i mean yeah. and so for me it'll be like effort experience, to be yeah. like because then you have oh, to oh hey girls you want to meet up because because i'm just so used to just having having friends now. having friends that know you and have seen and have grown with you from a different like i'm close with my uni friends because they've seen that growth which is more immediate to like my school friends you know what i mean although i still like see some of my school friends it's so weird because mm. i would argue that the person who's grown up with you from age like seven to 18 knows you a lot better than the people who no. grew up with you after you so my formative you. years though i think my formative it, it depends and i think my formative years were like 17 to like 21 that's what i feel like i've done the most growth whereas earlier it's just childhood like I don't think I like I knew myself then that much as I the struggles that I dealt with during my the, my formative years. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I disagree. What do you no. think, guy? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I kind of do feel I I want to believe that the, the, I don't know. I, I don't think there's enough of you as a twenty eight year old or whatever that was there when you were seventeen. Yeah. For you to connect to reconnect. Right. Um, agree. And I think we've put away too much stock of. About on on externalities like mm. where you are, what job you have, and what mm. you don't have, da, da, da. and you know half of them are also thinking that about you. Mm. You know what do I have in common with that yeah. dude or or girl? Like I think at some point, if you ask, you know, find yourself with 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 someone, the conversation will inevitably go beyond. Oh, who do you who do you still yeah. uh, uh, you know talk to? Blah blah blah. Mm. At some point, it'll turn into something real. Usually, yeah. I've had conversations like this where it's like good half an hour of just bullshit, and then at some point, and then it gets serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I was just I just thought it was a factor of growing up, but then yeah. isn't it? but I then, think it's but, weird. It's just happens. You make of, friends, you move yeah, on, and you make but, other friends, you move on. It's just also, a cycle. Yeah, but there's also the value in reconnecting. That's kind of what I'm picking up yeah, connecting. from this. But yeah, yeah anyway, yeah. that's cool. Okay, all right. So we're gonna move on to my section now. But that was a uh, that was great. Um, I just want to say quickly, if you guys submit to the fourth estate short story prize i've got to mention that at the beginning um it's fourth estate.co.uk forward slash prize i think that the deadline is in june and yeah it's six thousand words pdf so submit it's that. worth it and it's worth be, it yeah and then like you know everything will be announced the final winner will be announced by september so go for it um i just wanted to ask quickly um for my bit was just so you guys, I've spoken about Osho before on this podcast. Um, and I went to, there was a documentary called Wild Wild Country on Who's Netflix. Osho again? So Osho is... The guy with the beard. The guy with the beard. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember? He wrote this book, Emotional Wellness, and I spoke about it. Oh, said, right. And you said, yeah. But, so he wrote, <laughs> he wrote all those books, those spirituality books and all these things. There's this documentary on, a series on Netflix called Wild Wild Country, which is talking about Osho and about how his followers kind of developed a kind of a cult behind him. So I wanted to say, I was just thinking about it and I thought like, you know, when you look up to, well not look up, but when you hold somebody in such high esteem, um, what does that, how do you challenge that when they, when, you know, what they've done is so far out of 
so far out of whack for what they've actually for what they create and what they write or what they write or what they produce or all these kind of things. So like, like it's Jesus, similar. Um, but like, so because he basically the idea was like he did this thing. He came to America. They he had a team around him, and the team did create this huge following, and it had all these like these really weird followers who like doted on his ideologies and he was silent for a whole three years when this was happening shit hit the fan they bought because they bought up this a lot of land in Oregon State in the US um, yeah shit hit the fan because the, the the people in the local town didn't like it and then it became worldwide news and they started to fight against it um, people died people almost died like it just everything started to turn in on itself for more information just watch the documentary it's really cool but um and it just started making me thinking about all these different things like we've had the sabrina claudio stuff that's happened on um online obviously she's a singer and then like but she was doing really well until people remembered that she said really you know racist things against black women online and then you've got obviously a larger extent you've got the r kelly's of this world um I just wanted to just ask, like, what do you guys, how do you guys, like, when, what people create and what they do outside of it, how do you marry that kind of connection? Do you completely cancel or shut people off? Do you still appreciate what they do, but don't support it? Like, how do you, how do you so you're really, challenge you're that? So you're really coming for this cancelled culture, basically. I'm not coming, like, that, I mean, canceled. I mean, I'm not even coming for it. I'm just questioning it because I just don't. I mean, I, I think... Yeah, I think I think people can be completely wiped out, wiped out of history. I mean, mm. look at Hulk Hogan. That that rant that he went on on about about his daughter dating a black guy or whatever. Oh really? Fam, they've WWE have taken him out of the Hall of Fame. They've they've literally wiped him out of WWE history. Oh, like, I didn't even they, know about. They're just like we're not involved. And this is Hulk Hogan. Like mm. he was the WWF. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I I think I think yeah, it's possible. There's there's, I mean once. Once a scandal comes out, right? Like, like again, Jimmy Savile, he finished. Like, no one's associating with him anymore. Mm. Do you know what I mean? R. Kelly should be exactly the same. Mm. I'm not fucking with R. Kelly. Like, I don't fuck with R. Kelly. But the thing, you know but you're not fucking with him. In obviously, with what he got, he's got away with for so long. But does that mean you don't listen to his music? I don't listen to his music. You don't listen to his music. If when, it came on, in a, if it came at a family event, you'd be like, you. I'll sit, sit down. down. Fam, when I was when okay. I was in uni, yeah, when Chris Brown used to come on, I used to I used to go and sit down. Cause I was just like, I'm not fucking with this guy. Mm. Like I weren't I weren't really, nah nah nah. Do you know what I mean? So but then, then does that include when you realise that your favourite is a racist, but you still stand for his book? Who? A- who anything. If my favourite is a racist. Yeah. And he's out there like doing da da. Or she. If or she, if she, yeah. so, for example, if I found out like someone like Fitzgerald, who was clearly, he clearly held racist views. If it came out that he was on some real fuckery, I would, I would What's on some out. real fuckery? Like, Partaking lynchings or? Or not even, not even, not, it doesn't even have to be that bad. Like if he, if he's, so just because he's, like, if he's, if racist. he's in, if he's endorsed, like for example, what Charles Dickens did, where he really came to endorse when they massacred loads of Jamaicans on, um, on a plantation in, in Jamaica, mm-hmm. where he really like, was like, oh yeah, cool. Like, we endorsed this. You know, I mean, they shouldn't have stepped out of line. That kind of thing. Like, oh, so of your course. your um, line is, I mean, obviously those times people held racist views, right? Mm-hmm. It's more so if they actively did something to perpetuate. No, it comes down to me sitting down and really thinking about it and thinking, okay, how how do I see this? Like, I, the way I weigh things up in my head is really like it's utilitarian is it in nature. Enough? The way I kind of weigh up what I think is bad and how how many people is harmed, how many mm. people it could have harmed. That's how I really weigh things up, and then I'll. I'll drop it out. Like now, I can't 
read Charles Bukowski anymore because I've dropped him out. Mm. So I've given all of my Bukowski books away. Do you mm. get me? Because mm-hmm. I was just like, this guy is a motherfucker. Man. He's mm. not. He's not a nice guy. He's just. He's horrible. Yeah. Do you get me? So yeah, if it gets to that point, then of course someone like Fitzgerald, I'll, I'll drop him out. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Ray with her slice trying to come for me every week. Every <laughs> week she tries it. Babe, I your, did no you such tried thing. It, fam. I anyway, wasn't asking what, you a question. What about you? Do, do you what really think? You? Do you what really think you? that Jane Austen like black women? Possibly people. not. She wrote a. Definitely she wrote. Didn't. Um, actually, that was uh, Bronte's sister. But yeah, what, 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 yeah. what about you? What about you? Um, how do you feel about this whole cancel? I think it's literally about how I feel about what they've done. Um, I don't listen to R. Kelly. I don't listen to Chris Brown. Um, well, you know what's hard is when Weinstein movies, because I'm a bit like. Oh. The thing is, I didn't even know who he was too tough. So yeah, all, the, all the movies either. I would have watched, I would have just... Oh, yeah. yeah that's so he, like, has, he has mad That's that like Pulp movies. Fiction and... That's mm. like, I think even Shakespeare in Love, maybe. Yeah, um, Yeah, and I'm, I'm I a didn't bit, think about that. And that's like one of my favourite movies, so... I mean, it's and a YNC, he's got like, probably yeah. a fingerprint on every film. In yeah, the last, do you know, yeah. a hand in everything. So that's the one I'm literally like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. And it's it's very uncomfortable for me. That's yeah. interesting. Um, But... You know, if Beyonce was to do something crazy, like what? What would it? What would Beyonce what would it have to do? <laughs> what would it this, is, this is the question now. What would Beyonce have to do for Ray to drop her out? But you know what, right? Beyonce is so well trained that she would never. As in the thought, <laughs> the thought would never happen. Mm. As in, it actually won't. But even if it was, look, man, we we okay. Tell we, me what. Tell me what we Beyonce caught, can we, do. We caught Solange in the lift punching up her husband, yeah, yeah. and she was standing there. She was standing there. Like nothing, nothing was happening. <laughs> so I do believe we could we could potentially catch her doing something, something or saying something. It's possible. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? You but sign so disclosure. Literally, she what was in the be? corner, like I'm not. But I don't know. Maybe she'll have to kill someone. What? What if Beyonce came out, a video came out and someone was like, oh, so, you know, at your concerts. And she says, I really don't like it when um, women wear headscarves at my, my concerts. I'll be like, it's because she thinks that we can't hear her music. Oh, properly. my. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's trying to look out for me. Oh, you know, okay. She's looking out for me. Oh, my God. And then she'll, afterwards, she'll be like, you know, I'm trying, I'm doing an all women's only for women who wear hijab so that they can actually hear me. Uh, you're actually, <laughs> guy, what about you? <laughs> but it's complex. You know what? I think it's like, you got to accept the, like, the struggle part of that. Like, I, you know, it's not like I enjoy struggling with these things. I think, but it, I think it's okay to just weigh up for the rest of your life. Like, you know, like, and, and also like, you got to remember like, sometimes people's arts, people, some people's work gets co-opted. Like, uh, you know, have you have you seen Pepe the Frog? You've seen yeah. that? Yeah. How it's co- complete, like the artist. That was just a. Have you seen this? No. It's like a, a cartoon of Pepe the Frog, and it it became like an internet meme, mm. and it got co-opted by oh, the, the, the alt right. The frog that's crying. Uh, crying, doing all sorts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, and the the creator of of the frog, he's like, what? Like, I'm a nice guy. I'm and I support Hillary. What's going on? And and that's like the badge of the alt right. Mm. So I feel like sometimes that happens. And what what do you say then? Yeah. You're like, okay, well, the arts, mad racist, but the artist is fine. Mm. But that, that happens both ways. And and some some of the art that means so much to me. That happens. I would rather not have known anything about the. the this is it. Yeah. This is it. So mm. how do you separate the 
up. And also historically, that shit changes. Like Ezra Pound was a crazy fascist, but his poetry was a big deal to me. Yeah. You look at the norms of the society in the time. It's just a whole lot of things that you have to juggle. But just keep struggling with it. I'm like, okay, no, I'll I'll think about that for the rest of my. And also, I don't know about cancelling. I don't know if I would ever cancel anything. I feel like. I would read Bukowski and know that, and that's a new feeling. Mm. And I'll just have to deal with it. I think, and that's I think, a good thing. I think I like when that. their personalities don't bleed too much into what they're writing. So Bukowski, the way he writes about women, yep. the, all of that kind of thing, I know that he's really like, so when he's writing it, I, I can see him with an evil grin on his face, like, yeah, these kids, you know do you what? know what I mean? Yeah, but things, so, I, think, mm. I think maybe the, can, for me it's monetary, sorry. It's so... If I couldn't, if I really like your art, I'll probably still consume it. But maybe I won't give you money for it, mm. so I won't uh, p- make sure that you get paid. Yeah. But I still will somehow listen. Yeah. Do you know the what thing I mean? Because Chimamanda had that whole thing that went on when she when she had that mm. conversation. She answered that at the yeah, thing. but like she had that whole thing. And everyone was like, oh, like she's cancelled. She's this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, okay, but people will still be talking about. No, why is it, why are people so scared of complex emotions? Like you know what I mean? Like sometimes that's good. At least for me, like that that I know that'll come out somehow in something else I make. Like having to not like someone I loved mm. once. That's a that's a useful emotion. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like to 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 yeah. carry with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah. thank yeah, you. I, I, I just interesting find, question. I just find it. I just find it interesting because yeah. everybody's stepping into the name of love, but nobody wants to listen. No one wants to. Those songs literally make me feel a bit sick now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They definitely do. You should write about that. Create something. Actually, I actually yeah, listen probably, to an yeah. R. Kelly. There's an R. Kelly song that I listen to that I really, really like. You've got a whole gospel to. album. I don't know. This is what I'm saying. I can't, I you can't save listen, me. I can't listen to R. Kelly singing about making love to someone when I know the circumstances in which he makes love to women in real life. It would just you, makes me feel sick. Would you listen to his gospel album? No, because it's a lie, isn't it? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, let's not. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, <laughs> But anyway, yeah. Most some, some, something to think about. Yeah. yeah. Mostly flicks. Oh. <laughs> oh, I hate you guys. I can't uh, believe you guys made me watch this fucking You did music. not like it. It's ridiculous. So, first of all, guys. Oh, my God. I love what happened to Monday. This week. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was just, I was fuming at three, 3 o'clock in the morning. I was like, I can't Why were you watching it so late? Huh? Why were you watching it so late? I told him that you have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, he was that. like, you have to watch it. I thought, okay, <laughs> all right, fine. But yeah, so not on Netflix, there's a film called What Happened to Monday. Can I just um, can I get into it, please? One second. Let me just let me, let me, let me, let me, let me just let me just round up. Let me just say what it is about. Well, it's about seven seven sisters born um, at a time there where there will be spoilers. Pardon? I'm just saying there will. No, be there will be spoilers. If yeah. you, if you want to watch it, pause yeah. and then come back. Um, seven sisters born at a time when um, it's, a one child policy. it's a one child policy, and they're all named after days of the week. So, basically, my, basically, no, 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 basically the sky had a. Um, um, is it a daughter who had, yeah, a daughter who had seven, uh, kids. seven kids? And she died in birth. And they, he was supposed to incinerate uh, or put to sleep, apparently, um, six of them and only raise one. But he chose to name what, each of them what. Like they obviously they're all identical. So yeah. one per, one of them would leave the house each day. They'd assume one identity outside, but inside they'd be known by different days of the week. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so firstly. I really thought that the film was just so predictable. Okay, yeah, yeah. From the beginning, I knew Monday had, had snaked the thing. I knew it from the Did beginning. Did you? I yeah. didn't. I knew she had snaked you know, Do you know when I knew she I snaked it? I think you're lying. Oh, when she was, ch- when she was no, with the man. Do you know how I knew when she snaked it? When the, the, the guards rushed the house and my man just pressed the button and was like, come out. I was like, how do you know that was there? Okay, so Monday snaked it then. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I, straight away. Wait, I, come I out. Come out when? 
when they were hiding, they're hiding inside the cupboard. The, oh, okay. that money. also, I felt like, but you, I didn't know why. So I think for me, it was the reason why. Yeah, I didn't. I, 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 I thought was she was just more... kind of sick of it at the end of the day. No, and, and also <laughs> sick, sick of them. Fam, listen, yeah, I I thought like the the. the they were caricatures. Like, oh, you've got one of them who's clearly a lesbian. Then you've got the one who's supposed clearly. to be a lesbian. You got the girly one. You got the, 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 the one the, who the, loves the geeky gym. one. You got the geeky one. The, sun, yeah. the Sunday was like obviously all the Sunday tech savvy one. Yeah, but you, they needed to um, overtly show the differences. Yeah, it's I, the same I, I bloody mean, actress. I, yes, but if you, I mean, if look, I know what it is. It's just like a movie on Netflix or whatever. Yeah. But he, the per, whoever created the film wrote the movie directly. Really they it. could have really brought out the personalities of the characters without having these these overt things about them. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I get yeah. it. You wanted it to be more nuanced. I, mean, I, yeah. I, I thought it was going to be because you know, like, I saw Willem Dafoe and I thought, okay, so this movie might be a bit... Nah. Do you know I what I mean? Because he's a great actor it. and he's what in some good movies. What but I just wasn't... I was just like, this is unbelievable. Well, look at <laughs> you. All of this emotion. You really liked something. finger thing. Oh, no. Oh, I liked the finger. Thing. I looked away, man. I was like, I, I like um, the finger. What do you think, guy? What do you think? The only thing that made me finish this film was my love for you four. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and you know what? You do. You're doing this film a disservice, though, because I really you know your your raise your 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 introduction, like the description of this, makes this film sound. Like is interesting. Yeah, it's entirely whack. It's oh come whack. on, guy! In- everything about this come was on, terrible. Yeah, there was a point where okay, okay, I, I watched it, got I watched it on a Sunday, and Sundays are maybe my trash film days. And I think well, I was in the mood. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? I was in the mood to. It's 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 one of those films that you watch when you have your like dinner and you don't want to have it on the table, so you have it in your bed. It's not even your laptop. It's not even plausible. Like, oh no, come no, on. But even even if it's not plausible, it's weird and interesting. It's Willem Dafoe's in it. Okay, yeah, on paper, I'd will. I'd watch this. Yeah, a second in, I'm like, nope, nope, never. No, the thing is, I I like like the fighting scenes. I think as soon as soon as soon as he said, as soon as he said, like, oh, what are you gonna name? What are you gonna name them? And I was like, oh. (laughs) Then I realized that there were seven. I was like, oh. And then it was like, name them one day after the week. And I was like, okay, well, this is just. I just maintained. I maintained the energy oh, through God, the film. I was just like, it was. I find it. In, I just feel I, like I you guys have a lot of vim and energy against it, which means that it did something right. Yeah, yeah. I don't True. like um, <laughs> Glenn Close in things. Is it Glenn Close? Oh, it's Glenn yeah. Close, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. I don't like her in things. Why? I don't know. I think she always. She always plays. She always, does she always play a villain? I like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she played the exact same. Face. She played the exact yeah. similar role. Was she in Guardians of the Galaxy? I think she was. She was. The, yeah, she was. She was the head so, of the. Um, oh, look oh at the. You. Um, see. <laughs> oh yeah, the, 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 the universe police. Well, yeah, yeah, the yeah. universe police people. Yeah. Um, but, I don't like her oh, face. She, um, her face. Her face looks like. Pasta gone wrong. I don't know. It's just <laughs> pasta gone wrong. I know. Like it's amazing. I know. I don't know. It's just weird. Like I don't like her face. Something about her face makes she me feel. She doesn't always play a villain. You're just thinking of 101 Dalmatians. No, I'm thinking 101 Dalmatians. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of um, yeah. what's the what's the other one with the, with the bunny boiler? No, it's not even that. What's that one with the bunny boiler? It's getting close in the Devil Wears Prada. Is that her? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. that's Meryl Streep. Oh, oh that's Meryl Streep. But oh. this, I think, this is why I feel bad for her because she's just not Meryl Streep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like she must have been up for all. Maybe the roles. she's like yeah. Meryl Streep's understudy in everything. That sucks to be she's her. Man. Death becomes her. That's Meryl Streep. Um, wow. She's in the Bunny Boiler one. What's it called? What Bunny Boiler one? Babes, it's alright. Don't worry. Who framed Roger Rabbit? No. Is it Roger Rabbit? <laughs> who framed Who framed Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Nah. Um, Every time there's a bunny. You, I feel like it's not know, Roger the, Rabbit. No, it's, it's where the term <laughs> Bunny Roger Boiler comes from. Is it Roger Rabbit? It's, Roger, <laughs> okay, it's where right. the term Bunny Boiler comes from. I forgot what it's called, but anyway, she's in a relationship with this man. He's affa- he's having an affair with her, and then she kind of infiltrates back into his family life, and then they like she starts doing mad- madness 
in the family, like oh, taking right. like, take, like taking the kid out to um, on holiday. Fatal attraction. That's it. That's it. Oh, she's taking she's taking the kid out okay. to um to like the park, and they're like, "Where's the child?" I searched her name, and Meryl Streep also comes up. <laughs> See, she looks like Meryl Streep. She's yeah. similar, you know. And then obviously, there's a point where he, she's killing the bunny in the pot. Bunny boiler. boiler. Oh, she's mm. an Air Force One. So is, oh, there, yeah. is there anything, is there any redeeming quality to this film? To... This plot is really great and maybe they need to redo it differently. But I love the plot. I love the premise. I enjoyed the fact it was European. I don't. Not, I, not I, American. How do you enjoy that? Like, how do you go about enjoying that? I enjoyed the fact, I enjoyed that, it the fact that I was watching, you know a, Euro- from, watching from a Europe. From yeah, I was watching, the, watching a European film and not an American one. Yeah. Weird. Like reading a British novelist. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't want to see an American. I didn't want to see Americanisms. I wanted to see hear the, her accent. I wanted to see. We know we're talking about the European Commission I, and the European. That's true. There was a lot of different. It was European Europe. Accents I was like, okay. The, mm. I didn't really. It was it was rainy. Stuff, <laughs> but like, I mean, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, yeah man. And the, I, th- I thought the film was interesting. I really thought it was going to be about something else. With the name kind of, I kind of thought, yeah, this I thought, sounds interesting. I thought they would all win, and then, they, really and then the fact that most of them ended up just dying. I'm not like, gonna lie, I thought it was about time travel when you like, oh, let's watch, look what happened. Well, I thought that was the Monday, yeah, I thought it was about time travel. Yeah. Why would you think it's about time travel? I don't know, it just re- the name just rings you read, time. You read the description before you press play. No, yeah. I didn't. Because that's what I do, <laughs> I yeah. Didn't either. I didn't either. I just went Anyways, um, so next week we're totally choosing a different type of uh, um, film. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, that's cool, though. Yeah. So you guys didn't rate it. <laughs> <laughs> Conclusion. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ray, have you got any issues? Yes, I do have an issue, and I'm going to take it all the way to the dark, stormy, uh, realist um, reality of the world that we live in today. Um, so I don't know if you guys know, but... Um, the UK, the US and France have decided to put all their armies together and once again be involved in a war um, and bomb Syria. Um, I don't know if you guys know. I mean, I hope you do know and you watch the bloody news. But um, there's been um, chemical sort of uh, weapons used in um, Syria with regards to the sort of civil civil strife in the in the um in the country and loads of issues within the damascus um regime and the chemical weapons used has incited the outside western world to get involved and i think that it's an absolute shitty way to go about solving the death of lives by causing more deaths of lives i i think it's absolutely bizarre and um, I think it happened just no Friday um, yesterday, um, where they decided to. Um, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, yeah. So I, I kind of smiled because um, it's such a terrible thing. But um, they. I read on the FT that um, they were careful not to hit any Iranian or Russian um, places because they didn't want. Uh, more international woes, just sort of internal ones. And I thought they don't was, want it with Putin. Right? They, they don't, don't want to come. They don't want to go there at all. And I thought that was just it just added a, a more disgusting layer on it. I just want to know what you guys think. Uh what Britain, think, what Britain specifically should be doing in this situation. Boy, I don't even know because I'm looking around and I think people we're on the brink of, of what is it a World War Three and people aren't Man, we ain't even on the brink fa- of no World War III. and people aren't even phased. But I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I think I, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm I even, I don't know what to expect anymore from these people. I yeah. just, it's just so commonplace. 
I don't even know what's going on, to be fair. I don't think you're on the brink of World War Three. I think that's just taking a bit okay, far. Yeah, it's dramatic, it's me. But I, I do think that we are now, like, desensitized. So I was watching... Precisely. I was watching, you know, what ha- whatever happened to Monday or whatever. Yeah. And then I saw the announcement. So I had to pause that and then I was just reading my Twitter feed. I'm telling you, fam, people are just busting joke about it. Yeah. They're mm. really just making jokes. They want to be the first one to write a quick um, sub... Um, a quote quick, tweet and quick, get, get like you know collect yeah, their retweets yeah. and their favorites and stuff like it's like no one really really care i'm telling you donald trump is a lunatic I, it baffles it really baffles me that he's in the white it's fucking weird man honestly and i i always say this like we i'm telling you we care more about democracy than we do our own fucking lives bro it's so bizarre to me i'm telling you if if trump says okay i'm going to bomb russia the fact that there's a possibility that we'll let him do it is far is weird. To crazy. Me. It's so it's weird, crazy. bro. It's like, crazy. you know what I mean? When this is a fucking, it's, when it's the, like, the road, you know, the road that book by Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. When the world is like that, yeah, are we going to be looking at each other? Well, well, at least we kept up our fucking democracy. That's are the thing. Used, I think ideals, yeah, yeah, ideals least... matter so much more than actual lives, mm. which is just insane. Um, but yeah, what do you guys? No, what no, do you no, think, guys? Uh, there's a bunch. I think a bunch. But like, one of immediate thing is okay this isn't actually this is a one shot thing mm. like they've bombed Homs and Damascus mm-hmm. specific targets but this isn't like the, you know okay we, we I don't know if you saw like the, the images that came out of like the, the babies and stuff the yeah. children that were killed um, what this is is it isn't like we're so morally moved that we should do something mm. this is like we told you not to do this because you did this Two years ago, did it again. So we're going to punish you. Yeah, this is a punishment. Yeah. It isn't spoke. It spoke. Isn't it's, it's supposed not to do anything. A peaceful coming together and uh, trying to get to the problem. Yeah. Uh, an actual democratic solution. And also, no one because what's supposed to happen if usually Parliament's supposed to vote on whether to right. do this or not. There was, there was, there there was, was no was... vote. They just did it. But mostly, most of the time, this is like telling Russia that okay, you might think that the UK and the US and France aren't talking, aren't friends anymore, but we are. Mm-hmm. This is all it is. It's a statement. And it's I, just, we're yeah. going to punish the thing. We're going to do the thing that we said we we're going to do, although it's sh- arbitrary. Yeah. Like, it's not, it isn't supposed to do anything. To show you guys how powerful we are. And then let's add on some sanctions to some Russian oligarchs to make it even worse. It's just I don't ridiculous. Know. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. But, but it is like, I, I do agree with Derek on the fact that it's, it's gotten to the point where we see it, we might retweet it to show the world, oh, we are so shocked. Um, and then we go about our day, but there isn't an actual strength to actually make a difference now. I think the age of revolution per se is gone. We are so, we just want our own individual peace, whatever form that may be in. And we just don't care and I think that is so worrying it's like a lot of the things you just look at it I think people do and think um, it's not my battle it's not my war and where's the the humanity I know that's the the, thing that's the the thing for example you're going to have people that are going to fight for identities yeah, it's, and, it's, rev- and revolt based on identities. Yeah, and but, identities the, but the identity, could, I mean, everyone's a multiple. So the identity, could, like in the US, I mean, it's kind of a problem that it is an identitarian. In, in the US, like the the young people have, uh, are are actually doing something yeah. about gun, gun, um, gun control and legislation around gun control. But it isn't based on the amount of a certain uh, community 
being gunned down. It's mm. the, the identity that they've chosen to go around with is, is youth. I'm a young person, so this matters to me. Mm. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be the one thing that you're, you know. Yeah. But I don't like, I don't know, revolution like that isn't dead. It's not gone. It's I just we're know. choosing not to. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. we're not, if we're choosing not to, then it's not, and nothing is going to happen. Yeah, that's the problem. And this so, is why Britain's the world is this been, way. Exactly. But and Britain's so, always been safe, though. Like safe. That we've had the uh, the the ideology of just safety. Like, oh, we're just gonna toe in line, keep calm, and but carry you know, on. Okay, so this. it's an interesting way to think about it. Is so I used to do um, documentaries, and most of them was human rights documentaries, and mm-hmm. when I travelled around to like um, places like Southeast Asia. Like my parents from Sri Lanka, so I went over there, did a documentary about the civil war there. Then I went to certain certain places. The governments and politics have a different relationship. So most of the time. And this is a mad generalization. I did one in central in, in northern Uganda, and it's the same thing there. Some in some countries, the government is seen as like uh, a benefactor, right? Mm. Like a father figure. Most of the time, it's it's a father. Like so, the government's supposed to take care of you, and you just know your role. But I mean, but in most usually it was in 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 the West, especially in this country, governments were supposed to be. Challenge. We have the power. We're yeah. just loaning it to you. Mm. So if you do something wrong, we're gonna vote you out. But now it's switched. Now we're so passive. Don't we we kind of think, oh yeah, no, whoever's up there will take care of the us. Fact it's all that, good. Uh, people in parliament didn't vote for this. I thought should right. have gained much more attraction from the people. But the fact that they weren't given that right is like, and we just allowed it. Nobody's talking about it. There's mm-hmm. like an article floating around here and there, and that really illustrates how passive and um, subservient, like subservient yeah. become and that's I mean, if to, I mean, to say that okay that's that's not us anymore that's the that's application of responsibility it is down to you like it's totally Britain. down to you that's how Britain's always been there. and you could march there are things you could do you can sign up to newsletters you can go to marches yes. Grenfell was a thing man there's a march tonight you could actually go Yeah. so you can actually actually you know you could do things Yeah. so it is just down just to being in the know and yeah. yeah well sorry to bring a downer sorry to the, guys it's not yeah, a downer but it fucking is it's important it makes you think about stuff yeah. it's, it's, that's what it's we do what, it's what we should be <laughs> mostly let think about stuff <laughs> yeah well cool okay alright anyway we've come to the end of the show come to the end of the thank road thank you so much for coming on Guy thank you Guy I'm really excited no, look, for your book you guys don't really understand well. how important you are I think you oh. don't all four of you don't know how important you are to, to, to the British publishing mostly are actually really important all four of you are uh, all that very deserved of all these awards and accolades that come in your way. Thank you. Um, it's very rare, and you should know it. Oh, thank Everyone who's watching you. it who listen to this understands what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Where, nice where, where, where can they find you? Yes. Uh, Twitter. My name on Twitter. That's okay. it. Okay. <laughs> cool. And guys, please don't forget to vote. Yeah, vote. Listener's Choice. Listener's Choice, the British podcast. It's on the website, mostly-lit.com. Please, 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 please. Um, remember to rate review and subscribe, subscribe please leave to our comments. link um great subscribe awesome. rate and review to Bye. our stuff thanks, thanks, thanks for coming on guys thank you Bye. hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.